system for offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. I don't know what was in the air today, but I went shopping at Costco and... Three different people, including a toddler, burped as I was walking past them. Burped? Burped, like belched loudly Mm. in Costco, like on purpose. It wasn't like an accidental. Was it free samples day? It's always free samples day. Yes, one of the burps did occur by a free sample. Another burp occurred by the water. There you go. And then the little kid in the car like burped while I was walking past. you can't count the little kid. Little kid doesn't know any better. No, but the adults should have, and it was just disgusting. Thought you were to say people assumed you were like a Costco employee or something. Why would I be a Costco employee? I don't know, but remember, they don't have like a dress code they, or anything. They don't have uniforms, right? So that's kind of the thing. Where I mean, if you walk into Target in a red shirt and khakis, <laughs> yes, somebody true. will think that you are a Target yeah. employee. But like at Costco, you could just happen to look friendly enough, yeah. and you have that friendly kind of Costco face. Do I? You do. I could see people asking. You I've for been stuff. told I have resting bitch face, so I don't know what's going uh, on. You, I think. It, as soon as you open your mouth, because you're very like you're very like willing and eager, you're like you're a positive voice. Like hello, hi, yeah, can I help? Like so, that's, you're that's saying you. I should be honored that people felt like they could be comfortable enough to belch in front there of me at a go. grocery store. Absolutely, the hell, man, <laughs> that was so gross. So I hold on. I would have thought that we would have ended up having at least one, maybe two episodes of a revived ladies room with aj last week <laughs> wait a minute are you telling me after the fact that you expected me to record my own podcast we get week? nothing <laughs> we get nothing you should have told me that before you left nothing. for iowa <laughs> got nothing it's been a hectic week man it's been crazy just one thing after another so it's been one week that we've been off your uh, podcast radar and, and and that was by design actually we were going to go to iowa now our son out here in Arizona, and for anyone from Arizona listening, you get it. Elsewhere, you're going about to be like, "What? Kids get a fall break, which is um, not Thanksgiving or Halloween. No, it's just no. a random week off, random fall break because they all start in August. Yeah, so so the kids get it off usually first second week of October, and we said, "Hey, we should use that time, kind of like a pseudo spring break, do a little family vacation." Which, by the way, we've never done. I don't want to say that and have people think, "Oh." These are the assholes that go to Florida on spring break because we're not. We've never done that. Which, by the way, you feel a little isolated sometimes, not being the parents that do that. I kid you not, the one time we did plan a trip for spring break, there was a global pandemic and we ended up not going. But no, there's a lot of families I've noticed in Arizona, like some of my dance friends. Oh, they use the, the uh, fall break. They're in Hawaii right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a direct flight. So. I, 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 I had a client in California last week because of the fall break with the kids. So we were going to use this fall break to shoot out to Iowa to see my dad. My dad had this big old stroke in May that we thought was going to kill him. Instead, it just retired him. So we were going to go out there as a family to go see him. Haven't seen him since before the pandemic. That's right. You. That's right. Because I'm the only one who went out there when he had the stroke. Yeah. You guys haven't been around in a minute. Well, yeah, we didn't go out with Pat in June because... Of COVID restrictions, only one person at or the what, hospital. One or, at the hospital, only like one or two people go, go go see him a day. So there really would be no point in us all going. But 
we were all going to go. We had the tickets uh, bought, rental car, reserve. Pet sitter, everything was ready to go. And I shit you not, we're leaving on a Monday. Great, great little flights uh, out of Mesa to Des Moines. Direct flights. Direct flights. We're on a Monday on a Friday. And I shit you not, Friday, kid has off school. That's the official first day of fall break. Wakes up. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I knock out my final clients before we uh, call it a work week for vacation. AJ even has off work and decides to compete in an Irish dance fesh. Now, you've heard it's, it's a competition. Yeah, the word for competition is fesh. fesh right, so yeah. you'll hear her say fesh a lot. But in her, Irish dance, uh, in her Irish dance world, there's this fesh going on. So she's going to do that, and then we're all going to go on this nice little relaxing fall vacation. So Friday night, I wrap up my work week. I go uh, sit on the couch. My son takes the dog for a walk. And he comes back with the uh, puppers, our 14-year-old mini schnauzer, and he goes, hey, Pepper's walking weird. And like here in Arizona, you're like, you got like. It can be anything. The first, thorn. Yeah, is it, it's it, usually know. something stuck in their fur or their Who paw. You, but, you know. And he proceeds to bring the dog in. And the dog is like damn near. Drunk. Yeah, like 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 doing donuts. Yeah. The best I could describe it is it was a car that was pulling hard to the left. Anyone ever had a car like that? You got to fight to keep that son bitch yes, straight? Yes, I had one like that. And if you were to like let go of that wheel and just inch up on the gas, you'd end up just yep. doing donuts? <laughs> That's basically what the dog was doing. And I'm like, my fucking heart sinks. Oh, gosh. One, because look, she's a 14-year-old dog. We've always said that about her because Pat has had a mini schnauzer in the past. Uh, and yeah. I said... I'm like, I've never, because this is my first, my own first dog. I've never had a dog in my, like, immediate. You've you've never had the experience of having a dog from puppy until Rainbow no. Bridge in your life. This is it. So I said, hey, you know, how long do mini schnauzers live? And Pat was like, oh, they can live to be teenagers. He's like, but yours was named Simon. Yeah, Simon. And you were like, yeah, you know, they don't slow down until the very end. And just one day they hit a wall and they're done. And that's, I mean, our dog, you know, she's 14. She goes on two walks a day. She loves to play. I was going to say, she's a natural terrier who's always on the go. So we were like, oh, shit. This is it. This like, is like the this end. is the event, yeah. right? She so cute I, too, didn't she? Well, yeah, yeah. So the dog comes in, and as my best description is, that's how she's walking around. And I go, "Oh fuck, this is not just a thorn in the paw." No. So the dog ends up uh, eventually settling, sitting down, yaks up a little bit. I go, "Okay, maybe she just had, ate something yeah. bad. Needs to get it out." Clean that up. Dog kind of continues to do said wobbly walk. Very restless, right? Like, yeah. wasn't like going to lay down, but would lay down, get up, do it. She was uncomfortable, yeah. yeah. Now, the whole time this is going on, AJ is at this uh, this fesh, this Irish dance competition. And I know she's got all this shit going on, right? Because it's her own school's competition. So, like, I guess you guys have more responsibility. Oh, yeah, like I was in charge of the podiums yeah. and the sashes and stuff on top of dancing. So, so, so she's on. running a show and dancing both solo and as a group and i know she's been practicing this shit and she's been literally sitting around stressing and i'm thinking holy fuck i have to tell her that the pride and joy of her life 
has fallen ill. And of course, you're all saying, well, hold on. Didn't you do any research, Pat? Yeah, of course I did. And yeah, I Googled it. And just like WebMD, it gave us only one of two possible conclusions. One, your dog has an inner ear infection. No big deal. Two, your dog just suffered a major neurological event and needs to be rushed to the proper veterinary care immediately. It's like when you Google, like, what the fuck? what's that bump on my arm? They're oh like, it goes from pimple to deadly skin <laughs> cancer for in zero to 60 in a second. So AJ gets home from the dance competition and our son and I have been dealing with this for about two hours, right? They didn't tell me. They didn't text no, me. Nothing. And he's kind of concerned. I said, look, dude. I said, when your mom gets home, let's ask her about her competition first and then tell her about Pepper. And he goes, okay. And you come home and we greet you and we immediately ask, right? And she walks in the door dressed like a cat. Yeah, it was a Halloween special. Yeah, you know, it's an Irish dance competition. Why not dress like a cat? Halloween. And she comes in. We go, how'd it go? She goes, oh, my God. She's got a trophy in her hand. She I goes, came in I, first. I came in first. I took party with everyone. Oh, my good. That's so great, Mom. I should have known something was wrong because you guys were, like, extra interested when we you usually like, aren't. Fucking amazing. <laughs> That's our mom right there. I thought you were just kissing my ass, and I was going to let you. I really was until. And then literally I had to go, so. <laughs> he, the, the, the infamous words, don't freak out. Don't freak out. <laughs> Which is, like. No, you're going to freak out. Yeah, now you're going to freak out. And I, you know, then spill the beans about what's happening. And she, and I swear to God, it's like she waited for you. Like, I didn't see her when I walked in. Usually she comes to greet me. Mm-hmm. As Pat's telling me, he goes, so we're keeping an eye on Pepper. And as he said that, she, like, drunken wobbles <laughs> over to me. And, like, she, her back legs, like, splewed oh, out. Fuck. She falls, but she's wow. trying to say hi to me. And I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. Literally. AJ drops to the ground. I'm talking old grandma style. Drops to the ground and is bursts out in tears. Well, yeah, she was in bad shape. Bursts out in tears. Scoops this dog up. And, and, and we'll remind you, she's dressed like a cat the entire time. That's the visual I need you to have right now. She's got the ears. She's got the, the, whiskers. Wi- the whiskers painted on her face. I had a shirt on with a uh, with a cat with the Halloween mask on that said meow 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 meow. Fucking killing me. So we immediately then have to start. All right, what do we do? This and that. And as I figured, we were off to the most closest. Animal uh, emergency, emergency vet. Yeah. vet. I called them, and it, it's very scary when they're like, yeah, you know, it sounds like you should bring her in, but you could wait for as long as six hours. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, that's a wait. what do I do? Sit that's here? Like, like, what am I supposed to do? You that's just gotta like go. Human, that's like human that's, ER I wait know. time. So, like, hold on. We only wait that long when it's for humans. Right? For animals, we demand better. We demand <laughs> quicker. If you were to tell us this on a Friday night, hey, I just got shot. If I come in, what do you think? Six they're hours. like, six hours. Like, motherfucker. Well, but but your it, dog, you're like, you should see them now. So we took her in, and it was... <laughs> which, which, by the way, can I say, going in to a animal ER vet on a Friday night, because we're going in there, I shit you not, it's 10.30 at night yeah. on a Friday night. And I told AJ, driving there, I, I, I go, this is like going to a fucking ER on a Friday or Saturday night, when it's drunks who've gotten into like car accidents, yeah. 
or split open their heads because they're fucking fighting. People who got shot or stabbed. Like, this is going to be wild. I'm like, what are we going to see? We're going to see animals that have been attacked by rattlesnakes. Yeah, coyotes. Fucking boxing, uh, you know, cats fighting bears. <laughs> and we walk into this fucking animal hospital. And you know that little wait time they talked about? That six hours? Hey, you, you know, ma'am. You might have to wait, you might six, have to wait up, up to six, six hours. hours. They full-blown George Clooney ER our fucking dog. They, they put, oh my God, you guys, she got on the little speaker and she yells, triage, triage. Got a triage right now. We got a code four, code four. I need Dr. Green, Dr. Green, Dr. Green. Now down a triage, please. Code four, code four. I they like, you. they came out and scooped her up and just whisked her away. And I like, I lost my shit. <laughs> and, and here's the best part. Pat wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah you, you guys are gonna love this. You guys are fucking. If you if you listen to this show and you love to hate me, you'll love this it. is you'll all the fucking ammo more. you're ever gonna need the rest of your life. And I realize it in retrospect, but go ahead. We're driving there, and Pat, you know, Pat's a man. I've had this discussion with a lot of female friends. He has to be reminded to eat for some reason. Listen, we didn't have dinner. We didn't have dinner. None of us ate. No at one all. ate. I worked till six. I had yogurt that day. The I wife was eaten. supposed to come home and we were going to eat, but extend. That's s- code for the wife was supposed to come home and cook me dinner. Is what no, was. <laughs> it was we were going to eat after you got home from the dance thing. So on the way to this emergency vet, Pat goes, I need so to eat. I haven't eaten. And I'm like, fine, drop me off and go get food. And then he's like, not that like, I'm implying we should have stopped for burritos no. on the way there. I don't want anyone to think that I was no. saying a few taquitos through yeah. a drive through and I'll be fine. Yeah. So I'm like, drop me off and go get something. And like for a second, I'm like, shit, I should eat something too. I, I had yogurt today. Yeah. I've been dancing and running around all night, but I'm like. You're too upset. I'm sick to my stomach. I'm like, I can't eat right now. So I was like, drop us off, go get food. So I walk in with the dog in my arms and that's when they triage her and yeah. whisk her away. And I'm sitting there by myself. I had to go. I got some like <laughs> shitty coffee from the back room. This is again, because, because based off the information over the phone, they said, yeah. bring the dog in. Just so you know. You could be waiting up to six hours. You could be here up to six hours. So we had a potential, I think, 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. Yeah, I expected to window. get out of there around 3 is what I expected. So thinking after a, a, a quick, okay, are you guys good? I could run out and burn 20 minutes eating. I did not think would cut into the actual time when you needed support. Well, I also didn't think she was like, you know, I, I didn't want to think it was as serious as it was. And I but shit when they you yelled not. for triage and George Clooney, I'm like, oh, my God, it's serious. By the time I get back from eating some Raisin Cane's, right? Because, you know, you might as well eat something good if you're freaking out about your dog. By the time I eat my chicken fingers. And they might as well eat another animal while our animal's at the vet. I get in there and she's gone. I go, where the fuck is she at? And they're like, oh, she's in back. They had me in a room already. She's in room four. I go, oh, fuck, she's in room four. So I walk into room four, and that's when you tell me they whisked her away. George Clooney came in. She was just gone. They're gone. Then a uh, veterinarian walks in and explains to us that our dog has old dog vestibular Syndrome or disease. I can't remember which one. Syndrome or disease. Something old dog vestibular. That's a long... Oh, that's not even the technical term for it. It's like idiopathic vestibular something. Wow. Apparently it's... it's... That's like the brand name versus the generic for like like medications where where the the brand name's like Josie. 
And then you go to generic and it's like Valdrixa Falnicapine. So she explained it to us and she said it's like this deep inner ear imbalance infection thing that we can't see. It's so deep inside we can't see it. But she, the veterinarian, said, listen, my dog had it. And she has, she, this was before she put her dog down. She's like, he was a big dog. She goes, he was off balance, kind of a mess, kind of sick to his stomach. And she goes, I carried him around in a wagon for two months. And then he got better and he lived another two years. So I was like, okay, so you're telling me that she can actually come back from this. Because she, I mean, this came on so fast. We thought she was dead that night. I really did. I, I, I've got to tell you. The whole time that I'm in the little room, right? The sub waiting room with AJ. Of course, after I ate my raisin canes. You know. <laughs> he was in a much better mood after he ate. Some cane, Shocking. Got some cane sauce, a little sweet tea. Yeah. I kid you not, she's making fucking death plans. Because I had to prepare myself for it. She already had the dog in the ground. She was already figuring out, do I turn her remains into a diamond? Oh, shut up. Or do I inter her in a niche? Or do I try to find that creepy cemetery from Stephen King's book that will bring her back to life? No, I would never do that. You already had her counted out. I was just like, my thought was, if this is the end, can I take her home tonight? And can we do this at home? I'm like, I just don't feel like we're bringing her home tonight, but I don't want this to be the end either Mm -hmm. because we really, she was just in really bad shape. She was drooling. I mean, I've never seen her in such bad shape. So I was preparing myself for the worst. And the vet was like, well, she's like, there are a bunch of tests we can do. There's blood tests. You can do an MRI. You know, it could range from up to four to $5,000. And I was like, oh, yikes. Um, I said, I'm not an asshole, I promise. But I said, if this was your dog, what, what would, would you, you do? do? And she she was very honest. She said, well, I don't think it's valley fever, which, by the way, uh, the lady who did my, my flexologist at the stretch lab today, yeah. her dog had valley fever and had like a limp. Oh, man. It's crazy. Valley fever is a totally different thing. It's totally. I was going to say, you just alley-ooped at a whole new fucking disease. It's this wild Arizona thing. But she's like, I don't think it's valley fever, so we can kind of rule out the test for that. And then she she did not think it was a stroke. That was the other big thing. You were convinced because that was obviously the one of two options given to us by Google was major neurological event, a.k.a. a stroke. Or Well, because when something happens that fast to a person or an animal, you do immediately think it's got to be a stroke or a heart attack or something. So she's able to rule that out. She's able to say, hey, I'm able to do this, you know, bing, bang, boom test. She also said the eye thing. She said a lot of the dogs with this vestibular thing, she goes, their eyes are kind of fluttering. Yeah. She goes, Pepper's vitals are fine and her eyes are not fluttering, which makes me think that's all it is, is this old dog vestibular disease. And she was like, listen, you got, you're going to have to keep an eye on her. No stairs. You know, she's going to be sick to her stomach. Yeah, kind of gives us, yeah, gives us a yeah. rundown of here is what you're going to have to do. What kind of home do you have? Oh, it's a, it's a one-story one ranch. Perfect. No stairs. Do you guys got a pool out back? Yeah, we do. Can't Great. let her out back by herself. She could fall in the pool. Yeah, make sure you watch her when she goes outside. You know, And basically starts giving us the run-up of what we're going to have to do. For the next uh, few weeks. Let us go in back and uh, give her... Yeah, they gave her some, like an anti-nausea uh, injection. So, And then they gave her anti-nausea yeah. pills to take home. And with that kind of says, sit here. I'll be back. 
Let me go administer his medication. Let us give her a little time to digest it just to make sure. Yeah. But if everything goes as it should, we should get you guys all out of here with only a couple hundred bucks out of your pocket in about 20, 30 minutes. No problem. And then AJ looks at me and the tears kind of continue. And I'm thinking, well, what, what, what? She starts going, I'm so sorry that I can't go on the trip to Iowa. Yeah, somebody had to stay home with the dog. That's right. You can't leave the dog home alone when they're recovering from something like that. And we had a pet sitter. We did have a, a, a pet sitter that was going to stop by. Like the world's greatest. She's pet amazing. Sitter. I love her so much. Her husband's amazing. There, there's great people. She watched the dog and the cats when we went to Disneyland. Yeah. She stopped by three times a day, you know, walked when they could, when it wasn't raining and stuff like that. And that's fine. But I was like, she can barely walk by herself right now. I mean, she was losing her balance she would get up to walk and we call it a sploot where they just kind of they just kind of splatter out on the floor like all fours are out she kept doing that and the vet was like well you do need to keep an eye out for seizures because she's like if this is something different she could have a seizure i'm like what if she fucking has a seizure when the dog sitter's on so you you basically are like i need to become florence nightingale for the dog and i need to cancel this vacation um to iowa and we can talk about it now because we're past it, right? Like, I've literally traveled and been gone and, and been back. And we're recording this when? What is it? Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. I'm lost on I days. I am too. I know. I'm fucked up on days. So were you upset that I was going to be upset? I was upset because I really wanted to go. And okay. I mean that because I was I, just making sure that your upsetness wasn't rooted in my upsetness because I was just It was a little like, bit of both. It you was, know. I mean, my first thought was this blows because I haven't seen, and I love Pat's family. He has great siblings. His dad's awesome. I'm like, man, I really wanted to see your family. I also, I was going to meet your other half sister for the first time, which I was so jazzed about. And just in general, like I love going to Iowa. It's quiet. It's a farm. It's nice. It's just different. I love going there. And I felt that that sucked. And then I'm like, oh shit, he's going to be upset about it, which he was. So I was just kind of like, it was just a lose-lose. I'm like, nobody wins in this situation. It was was a lose all around. Yeah, this wasn't like me trying to get out of the trip. This was like, what the hell else do we do? We we can't bring her with us. She'll barf all over the plane. Like, it's just... (laughs) Bring us, bring her with us. I love how that's where AJ's mind go. My my mind is like, okay, you just crate her and you have someone come over and like check on her. AJ's like, well, I guess if we would have had to take her in her whip. I would have brought a little doggy bag for her to Listen, uh, it's just bizarre because this only (laughs) happened one other time where I had to stay home with the dog, and it's because she got kennel cough from being boarded. When when did you have to stay home? That was when we lived in Michigan. Okay. She got kennel cough after boarding. Where were you supposed to go? We were supposed to go to South Bend, Indiana for your best friend's birthday. Holy fuck, you did. That's right. And she was up. Oh, my God. So I've never seen. You're your father. Wow. 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 I didn't realize it until now. It's awesome. No, no, no. It's not a bad thing because you're doing it like, but this is hilarious. I used to always break balls that, you know, my father-in-law had a very close relationship with his dog and he would alter life plans for the dog and everyone gave him shit for it, but that was like their thing, right? 
And it's like, holy smokes, I just realized it like in the same manner. Twice in 14 years That's is wild, not the worst man. thing in the world. That's wild. Twice though. in 14 years. So you missed um, the BFF's 40th birthday party in South Bend, Indiana yeah. for Kennel Cough. And now you missed the fall uh, trip over the... I don't know. I mean, the 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 old dis. How do we say it? Disfitis. What? What are you trying to say? The word of, of the uh, the the thing. Vestib the, old dog vestibular syndrome yeah, or disease or whatever. I thought it was vestibularitis. No, I'm just making <laughs> just shit making up. Making shit up. It's a hard thing. Look, I've had Dylan saying it for me. Because let me tell you, this is what it was like. Hang on, hang on. Go can ahead. we can we backtrack just for a second here? <laughs> go. Because I want to tell you why I'm not like my dad. She wants dad. to defend why she's yes. not like her father. Yes, because yes, if you're going to throw that out there, I have every right to defend myself. Wait, hold on. I think it only goes if if I only if you allow, we can discuss this and it's all good. Yeah, absolutely. Right? We can even chapter mark it so people can fast forward it if they don't care. Can I at least give two examples? No, I get to give mine first. You already did. Let me give mine first. But I didn't give my two about your dad. Let me give my... The difference... Here's the difference between me and my dad. Okay. Our dog ended up in the emergency vet because yes. she has some sort of terrible vestibular syndrome and she yes. can't walk and she's throwing up. She yes. could have seizures. Yes. My dad said, well, I'm not sure if we can come to your wedding in Vegas unless we bring the dog. I said, why do you need to bring the dog? He said, I said, board the dog. You board him all the time. Well, we can't board him anymore because, and Pat knows what I'm going to say. Pat knows. Uh, we can't board him anymore yep. because the people at the boarding facility yeah. won't give him his medicine in chocolate dove bars. That's right. And I quote, and I quote, he was giving the dog pills in chocolate well, yeah. ice cream bars. That's why I used to love going to your parents' house when we first got married and started dating because your dad's freezer was, was loaded with these little dub, you know, like the little the bite-sized ones, yeah. ones, right? And, and and he'd get the variety pack, and I'd eat nothing but chocolate and vanilla, and I'd leave the strawberry ones for the dog. <laughs> so I loved going to their house. It was always filled with shitty foods, not for your dad, no, for, for the dog. So okay, And the people at so, the boarding okay. place yes. literally said, okay. we, refuse we refuse to give your dog yes. pills and chocolate. Yeah. We don't do that. Yeah. That'll kill him. So he said, either I don't come to the wedding or we have to find a dog-friendly right. hotel. That's right. And which, I said, which by the way, there's a shit ton of those now in Las Vegas, well, which is terrible. Well, I said, I'm like, we were all staying at Caesar's Palace, which is where we were getting married. Yeah. I said, you know, but across the street, the Flamingo's dog friendly. I mean, well, they, you have, do whatever you want. they have little doggy areas outside. People bring their pets all the time. But, but I said, if you're telling me you're not coming to my wedding hmm. because the boarding place won't give the dog pills in a dove bar, Needs we're going to have bar. a lot of family problems here. A lot. <laughs> I and I I said I'd rather okay. have you bring the dog. I'll okay. I'll slap a freaking bow tie okay. on him, and he's the ring bearer. So listen, you did give very you you gave a very extreme example of the lengths, and, and which by the way, her father found someone to take the dog, and he showed up to our wedding. He was there without dog, the dog with without the dog, right? Um, but okay, I'm just saying. And this is simply based off how I was raised, right? This is all the only way I can go off of it is how I was raised. Um, dogs were very much not the, they were not humans in the family. I get it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't remember particularly what the fuck happened to our dog when we'd go do things like vacations. 
but I never remember the dog going with us anywhere. That dog existed in the house, in the backyard. That was all that dog knew. So your father very intricately would travel with the dog, whether if it was just to visit us a couple hours away, right? He would always bring the dog with for the weekends. And the dog was just always around. And the dog wasn't the most well-behaved dog. Oh, he so, was a total asshole. So, you know, it was kind of like, oh, here comes, you know, the, the, the Bob with his fucking asshole dog again, and, and, and they're going to be here. So all I'm saying is it was kind of weird for me to see someone like that in my life knowing that I had never seen that character before. And it was just funny now hearing you talk about two instances in your life where dogs have impacted your travel. I do admit these are both medical issues. Yes. And twice again, twice in 14 years. Yes. I feel like that's not bad. We travel both, a lot. They're both medical issues, but it is a point where, you know, when this thing happens, you kind of throw your hands up and go, yeah. why, Lord? Why me? what I do? Which I did tell AJ, I said, I think this might be, and this is coming from a guy who I don't know if I believe in a smitey God. Maybe I should. Maybe I should read. Pat holds grudges really hard. Maybe I should read the Old Testament more. I told AJ, I said, I think this is retribution. This is karma for me not going with you to visit your family in Milwaukee that the universe won't allow you to come visit my family in Iowa and tell me you don't think I'm fucking nuts now. I don't think you're nuts. I mean, he, Pat hasn't seen my family in four years. Yeah. And I don't even argue it anymore. It's a long story. I, th- I thought, I, I at the time, I agreed with it. Now I'm kind of like, get over it. People are dying. You need to go see my family. <laughs> like, get over yourself. I had a little brush up with my father-in-law. Uh, but that was his fault. And I say that as his daughter. That was on him. That was yeah. sketchy. But, but, but yeah, I haven't. In the, over the past four years, and obviously two of those four are pandemic years. Yeah. But AJ so has, you do get a semi-pass for that. AJ has realized, hey, it's, it's kind of more stressful having you around my family. So why don't you just... You just hang back and I'll go see my You family hang out. back and I'm going to take you know my little vacations. I'll even take our son. and We can come see my family. No drama, no problem. So in my mind, now I'm like, this is the fucking universe. This is karma. This is karma saying, hey, dude, you better mend your fucking you know, fences or else we're not going to allow this other aspect of your life to flourish because you, on the flip side, get along like fucking peaches and cream with my family. I love your family, yeah. Holy balls. And I guess we should set that I up. I call his sister, his half-sister, I call her my sister. Yeah. I do, because I love her, and, and his whole family's awesome. And I guess we should set it up, too. They didn't even really come in, in, into your life until what year? Uh, 2016. 2016. Pat was kind of estranged from his dad pretty much the first 10 years we were together. And finally, he reached out and said, hey, would love to meet my grandson. And then we mended the fences. So, but it, again, this nothing about this made me happy. I felt left out. I felt bad. Aww. I wanted to go to Iowa. I wanted to see your family. I just, yeah. I love going out there. It's such a peaceful place. And I was very bummed. But after being home with the dog all week, I very much realized she should not yeah. have been by herself. She was, Listen. she, she really couldn't walk very well. She wasn't eating very much. So now that you've adequately defended your position and we all know that you're not your father. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, can I tell you that going to Iowa 
without my wife, who once again, she's a charming person. That's why I told you people probably think she works at Costco, right? She <laughs> looks like, okay, she's a helpful person. My family, That's why everybody was belching yeah. in front of me today. They thought I was an employee. My family loved the shit out of this woman. She has conversations with them that I don't know about. She does the independent conversation, right? Oh, yeah, I don't need to go yeah. through you. She doesn't need me to fucking do this <laughs> They're stuff. my family, too, now. She talks to all these people, right? They have their own things going on. And so with that being said, they love her so much. They all know we're coming out there. We haven't been out there in a while. Last time I was there was like because my dad had the stroke, so that's like all drama. We had been texting, like, can't wait to yeah. see you, all oh, this good stuff. And then I show up just with me and my son, which, by the way, they haven't seen since he was shorter than me. Oh, yeah. And now he's like. It's a rude awakening. He's like three inches taller than me. So, like, I'm walking in with personal security. It's (laughs) me me and my bodyguard. But I officially turn into Pat from Pat and AJ back when we used to do our, our terrestrial radio show. Because back then, if I made a move out in public without my wife. People would always say, hey, you're Pat from Pat and AJ. Where's AJ at? <laughs> That's what they'd all say. And they would do the same thing to me when I was alone. Where's Pat? I'm like, home with our kid? <laughs> She's trying to be very modest. She's the star of it, right? She's the one that they really want to see, not me. So. Do you know what this reminds me of? Go ahead. This is so funny because every time you said this, it, it hearkened me back to that. I shared a locker with one of my best friends in high school. And I remember people would come up to her and say, hey, Karen, where's Jenny? And we were on the outs one time over a homecoming date. Long story. But she had an, a complete breakdown when, when somebody said, where's Jenny? In the hallway, because I was coming back from class, I could hear her yelling, I don't know, we're not attached at the hip. And she was like crying. Because again, we had had a fight over a homecoming date. And every time you say that, that's what I picture as me and Karen sharing the locker. And now with you, it's, hey, where's your wife? (laughs) You know, so I haven't had to deal with that in a while now because I live in my house. Okay. I don't go out. No one knows who we are out here in Arizona. I can move on my own. And people are like, oh, you're married. No shit. I didn't take you as the marrying type. But I go out to fucking Iowa without my wife after this is like a hyped appearance. This is like a concert that, that, that's been promoted for three months. I had been talking to your half-sister. <laughs> I was so excited not only to meet your half-sister. Because, yeah, you had never met May May. Uh, Mary lived out in Connecticut till the pandemic yeah. kind of rocked her world and sent her back to Iowa. And but. now she works at a funeral home, and I just have this morbid curiosity. I'm like, Mary, I mean, I can't wait to meet you, but I just have so many things I want to talk to you about. I'm yeah. curious. And I was I planning on talking about our cats with your sister, your other sister. I mean, we had one's plans. One's a cat lady, one's a dead uh, body lady. Yeah, we just had a lot of plans. So, yeah. no, this was not on my list of things to do. So, she had a concert appearance that had been promoted months in advance, live in Iowa. And then who walks out? Not Simon and Garfunkel. It's just fucking Garfunkel. And the whole goddamn place is like, where's Simon? And I kid you not, first thing I walk in, to my father's house, which he's not there. He's still living in a rehab. And it's his wife. And she looks at me and goes, hey, guys, where's Jen? And I go, oh, man, I knew I, I forgot something. Right? <laughs> you really should have played it off like Home Alone. Like oh, you just I, started, forgot me. I started turning it into a fucking comedy routine. <laughs> and, and, and then, of course, I have to explain it. And when I explain it, I use our son, the human Google, to say whatever the disease is because yeah. he's memorized it. Yeah. So every time I go, 
All right. So listen, this is what happened on Friday. We're all hanging out. And then all of a sudden the dog went on a walk. Dog's not feeling good. Uh, wife uh, freaking out. We had to take her in. She has. I'd point to Dylan. He'd say the yeah. long, tech, you know, tecular name. And then we're done. And I have to wash, rinse, lather, and repeat this. Over and over. Over and over. Because then the next day, actually, fuck no. The same day, two hours later, after I get to the house, my sister shows up with my nephew and his girlfriend. And the first thing she says is, hey, where's Jen at? Now, the nice thing is that they are all pet people. They are yeah. all animal. They are they all have dogs, cats, um, everything. It's a very animal-friendly crowd. Yeah, so yeah. they get it. This is not foreign language like to my cold-hearted Eastern European family. No. Who is like, dog is animal. Yes. <laughs> what Out- is the problem? It is outside until famine, then we eat. <laughs> no, this was not that. So I had to do it twice the first day I got there. The next day, I, I go to the uh, nursing home where, where my dad's living at. And I go see him there. I walk in. Mind you, I haven't seen this guy since May when I thought he's going to fucking die. He probably doesn't remember. And I walk in, and it's me and my bodyguard, right? Me and my 6'3 bodyguard. And he goes, and again, the guy had a stroke, right? He's talking with half his fucking face now. First words out of his mouth. Where's Jen? Oh. First word. I felt terrible. He needs to figure out what words I want to say, right? And he leads with, where's Jen? Where's Jen? Trust me, my dad knows when to stay close to a long-legged blonde, right? <laughs> it's interesting, though. The more people I've talked to about this, it's it's very common in older dogs. But the recovery period, like most, and I'd say yeah. this loosely, most older dogs recover and live a couple more years. But from what I've heard from everybody is like, yeah, you know, those first two weeks afterwards, you have to be their shadow because they are dizzy. They're nauseated. They can barely walk. They can't like, I mean, she couldn't even sleep. She had to be propped up on the side that she was basically listening to. So she was listening to the left. So we had to prop her up on her left side. Mm -hmm. And like she had to have her food brought to her. She had to have her water brought to her because she couldn't make it to her food bowl. So, I mean, it was like having a puppy. And everybody said, they're like, yeah, you know, those first couple weeks, hopefully that's as long as it lasts. They're like, you do have to be right next to him the whole time. So all I do uh, my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is visit various ports of employ around Iowa to have people lead with, where's Jen? Where's Jen? That's Dylan. Where's Jen? I'm sorry. From my sisters to my brother to my father. I just didn't feel his wife. There was no way around this. To my nephew. What do you do? I even think somehow the... The person making my taco pizza at Casey's. No shit. They looked at that me. That makes they said, me Where's Jen? so effing sad that Actually, I do you want to know what? Casey's. You know what? That's the one thing we can both be sad about in tandem because when. Um, the whole plan was to get into <laughs> Iowa. We yeah. were going to get into Des Moines and drive down to his dad's you house, which is like. so out of town, by the way. Did I? Des Moines? Yeah. You said Des Moines. Did I? Yeah, you put an S Des Moines, on it. sorry. Sounds like you're like, oh, you're not from Des Moines. Iowa. Yeah. No, uh, Des Moines. We, we flew yeah. into Des Moines which and is then. French for. The, the Moine. Moine. Yeah. <laughs> we had to drive like an hour south to get to his dad's house. Yes, and, yes. you know, it's farmland. It's southern Iowa. There's nothing there. So we're like, oh, well, we should stop at a Casey's and pick up pizzas yeah. on the way. And that's something cool to look forward to. Casey's, so, 
I was going to say for yeah. folks in Wisconsin, the best way to there's one put it, Casey's in Michigan. There's there one. Yes, remember it's down by yeah. the border. So in Wisconsin, you have what? Quick trip. Quick right? trip. Yeah. Quick trip is so imagine a quick trip, but an Iowa's quick trip. It's called Casey's, and their big thing is they make pizzas. And they make them like fresh. Yeah, and they're yeah. really not like good. take and bake bullshit. No. Like there's a dude there making, making pizzas. Pizza, yeah, and and their famed pizza that we love, at least in my family, is a taco pizza. Oh, it's so good. And I was a little kid. I remember going out there. And taco pizza. So now whenever we go, we get taco pizza. So we figured, look, we're going to slide into town. By the time we get on down to southern Iowa, to dad's neck of the woods. It'll be past dinner time. Right? We're like, we'll pick up some pizzas, show up to the farm. Life's going to be great. One, AJ's not fucking there. So it's just me by myself. Great. And then I'm like, fine. At least I get taco pizza. Call up Casey's. Yo, let me get this. Let me get that. Let me get that. Guy goes, hey, we're out of stuff for taco pizza. I mean, it does prove that they make them fresh. What the fuck, man? <laughs> But then a part of me is like, I don't want anything else. You're kind of like a mini grocery store. Go fuck, go find the stuff. Go find the stuff. Go in the store and find the stuff. <laughs> no, but it, that is refreshing because that it means was. they make it right yeah. there. I'm so disappointed though. I ended up all by myself. Uh, so yeah, we just ordered regular pizzas and I showed up at the farm with, with no taco pizza. And he called sad. me. He said, don't feel bad. Don't feel I bad. said, I, I literally was like, but how was your taco oh, pizza no it was all right listen it just sucked because it is it's one of those things when you get worst case scenario news you know and you're just like fucking really you're like really like you feel like the curb your enthusiasm music should play in freeze frame <laughs> yeah right you're like really this is fucking my luck that right before we're supposed to go on a nice little relaxing fall and, and plus too it's fall in iowa we live Beautiful, in the, yeah. We live in the desert now, right? Nothing. The trees, we have trees. We have a lot we of do, trees. They do. don't change colors. Yeah, it ain't like that. So I'm like, we get to, you know, since we don't see seasons now. Yeah, it was very, we were very excited. Yeah, we're like, oh, we, we get to like wear some hoodies yeah. and we get to put on some pants and this will kind of be fun, right? And just to have that all go up in flames because your elder dog gets sick. Yeah, you're just kind of like, fuck, fucking fuck. That's what you want to say. Over and over and over. So again. the irony is, is that the day before this all happened, I was actually, I was going to have to work like a couple of nights in Iowa, which yeah, is now, fine. See, that's the weird part is that you were going to be working. Because the whole thing was like, you know, we go to Iowa, we visit family, blah, blah, blah. The difference this time is his dad is in a rehab. So it was kind of just going to be like driving back and forth and visiting. And we weren't going to do anything. So we, you know, we went to the Iowa State Fair one year. We went to Adventureland yeah, another there, year. There was no, and plus, to be honest, there's an October break in Arizona. There's not uh, an October. Not in Iowa. So, you know, my nephews who were in school, who at this point are just one, the other two are grown ass men, but he was in school. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was out and about for us to do anything. So when they asked me like, hey, you know, would it be possible for you to take your laptop and work like one or two nights? I was like, yeah, it really doesn't matter because I don't, you know, we're not making this a huge like, let's go out and do stuff. It's more to just visit. Mm -hmm. So I'm setting up this, um, it's called a JFG box. It basically finds the best internet around you or something like <laughs> we that. We talked about this. We yes. talked about how your your uh, uh, bosses, the big mainstream, lamestream media. Stop it. Um, they didn't trust the internet in Iowa. Was. I so, didn't trust the internet. So they were sending you with your own internet, special yeah. 007 MI6 yeah. internet where you could just boot up from the cornfield yeah. and be able to work. So I, I was setting up this JFG box with uh, one of our engineers and she popped up on the screen. She lives in Manhattan and she has a knee scooter behind her. She goes, sorry, I'm slow getting to the computer. I'm like, what happened? 
She was playing softball, slid into second, which she goes, I've never slid before. I don't know why I decided to make you that. You do need to practice that, <laughs> yeah. by the way, for anyone. Maybe you're watching uh, the postseason baseball season that's kicking off right now. Don't think you can just go yeah. out there and do that. It's not when you're going to steal second. It's a lot fucking easier yes. when these pros have been practicing that shit since they were nine. She literally was like, it was a last minute decision, <laughs> and I decided you're, to slide. You're 42 thinking yes. it's a good idea in a softball league. So she slid into uh, either first or second. And base and ended up breaking her ankle. Oh, fuck me. And I oh said, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And she's like, yeah, you know, I have surgery on Thursday, but it's okay because I have all next week off. I'm like, oh, to recover? She goes, no, actually, I had to cancel a trip to Paris because yeah. that's where I was supposed to there be. But instead, I broke my ankle and I'm having but surgery. She doesn't want to knee scooter it around uh, Paris? So, you know, it happens. It happens and it blows yeah. and there's just nothing you can do about it. Yeah, it's, you know. It's a shit show. Life's a shit show. I guess it is kind of funny because I, I, I told my son, and, and and by the way, can I tell you too, talk about personal growth because life's all about that, right? Learn, grow, change. Um, I kind of came to the conclusion about four or five years ago that I just need to zanny myself out when I go to airports. Pat is a, you don't want to be in an airport. I just with Pat don't ever. travel well, I guess. And so since I was prescribed Xanax um, for freaking out all the time, I said, I just got to the habit within four years ago that when I got to the airport in the, in the parking lot, I would take a Xanax. I would, uh, by the boom. time you get on the plane, you're out cool as a cucumber at the airport. And then you fall asleep on the plane. You wake up wherever you're supposed to be. Life is beautiful. Can I tell you, uh, Xanax free flights. That's amazing. I had them with That's me. That's amazing. Had them with me. Got there. Totally coochie cool. I'm so proud of you. Me and you know That's me. That's huge. Me and my son popped on. Uh, we were now we were flying a smaller airport. I don't know that if, helps. If, if this helped. We 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 flew Mesa Gateway, which is his little connector flights uh, with Allegiant. But they have direct flights yeah, to Des yeah, Moines, yeah, yeah. which we've talked about this like on our own before. That for some reason, <laughs> it's it's just like when we lived in Flint. It's the just joke, all those little middle America we, towns. When we lived in Flint, I thought it would be no problem to catch a quick flight from Detroit to Milwaukee if yeah, I needed it. Never. Um, there was no such thing. And no. if there was, it was $900. send you to Atlanta I said they connect you in Atlanta and then fly you to Milwaukee. Oh. And now that we're here in Arizona, I thought, well, it's got to be easier here. We've got Phoenix Sky Harbor. It's a huge airport. Oh, it's a huge pain in the ass. It's a, I hate, I hate, loathe it. And like, then like Tucson, passion. Tucson's only good to get to like, like our region. Like if you want to get to LA, San Diego, Dallas, Seattle, even like yeah. it'll go up the, it'll go up the yeah. coast, but, but you're not the, crossing the Mississippi. No, the Midwest, oh, even fuck. with Phoenix, it's like this blackout area. It you sucks. can't, you can't yeah. find, find direct flights. I couldn't even find a direct flight to Chicago to drive to Milwaukee. I'm like, what the hell, what do you guys have against the Midwest here? A lot of people here are from the Midwest. So I, you know, ended up finding these cool flights on a Legion out of this Mesa gateway. It's this smaller airport and maybe that contributes to it but yeah not only did i get through the flight there but the flight back and i had you know i i did my normal routine i i brought the bottle i had them in my carry-on luggage yeah. right not supposed to put them in your pack let's put them in your carry-on and didn't need it on on the way back either and so and you. know what i did on the flight what what i do yeah i slept come on man <sighs> pat sleeps like a didn't baby even need a fucking medication to sleep just I knocked out you know how you did that i took a xanax on my flight 
from uh, Phoenix to Atlanta, yes. and I still couldn't fall Shut asleep. Shut the fuck up, really? It was like kind of a half sleep where I could hear everything going on around me. Yeah, but, you're kind of hazy? Yeah, but I, I know wow. I wasn't in like... So I, the fact that you can sleep on a plane without a Xanax is wow. amazing to me. I just, I don't know how he does it. But it helps because then he gets off the plane, yeah. and we're bags of shit, but he's all like perky and like, let's go. I, I just am. took a long I'm nap. I'm fucking ready. But no, but I'm so proud this, of this you. time around, I didn't need any of that, I'm man. proud of you. That's, that's growth. That's it's thing. all about growth and change. Now, hold on. Where we started with all this, right? Because where where we ended has to go uh, from where we uh, began. Um, we did where we were intending not to have any sort of podcasts for that week because we we're going to be off doing a little vacation. Instead, I was off. You were here. Actually, presumably, you were here with time on your hands and yeah. nothing to do. I thought we might get a little resurrection of some former solo work that you used to be forced to do. See, that's the difference. <laughs> when 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 we had to fill five days of broadcast, AJ'd suck it up and come in and do a show by herself. Yeah. Now that we got to do it, how come you didn't do a solo show? I was working. I thought we get a podcast on it. Dude, the second AJ I- AJ in the ladies room. I, I told my bosses, I'm like, I'm not in Iowa. I'm sorry. And they're like, well, keep the JFG box. You may, you'll probably need it at yeah. some point. But they were like, so does that mean you can work? And oh, I said, so they yes. started giving you shifts as soon as they found out I, you were but staying? They, no, they asked. And okay. I said, it's fine. Because I literally, I realized like the recovery of this for our dog. Yeah. Aside, she needs somebody. What? <laughs> Nothing. It's just fine. The whole. Go ahead. Fucking Florence Nightingale here. Shut up. I had to. I had to walk with her wherever By the she way, was going. She's, she she's more over. concerned about the dog than my dad's wife is about his recovery. And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Well, it just shows how much I'll be concerned about you when you stroke out. Oh, man. But I realized very quickly that when I wasn't taking her outside and I wasn't trying to feed her, she was sleeping a lot, which is normal. But I was like, well, shit, if she's just going to sleep. You can work. I can work. Well, I want to make money, That's my girl. Make some some dough. That's what she said. She's like, oh, we're going to have expensive medical stuff to pay for. I have to uh, get get to working on this shit. (laughs) It's all good. It, so, everything's okay. These things happen. It's not the end so of the So you think about doing a podcast? I was just curious. I thought, not for a second. thought no. maybe you'd do the fucking hen house. You'd have you'd dial your friends in. Y'all talk no, shit. No, I was pretty busy, actually. You talk I mean, shit about whatever you guys talk shit about. I worked, um, did I have Monday off? No, I worked <laughs> Monday. I, I just worked the whole time. And then I went to a dance class and... I had a friend over for dinner. All I did was drive through fucking cornfields. Well, That's yeah. all I did. Back and forth, Although back and I, forth. I will tell you, though. I'm surprised the leaves were changing already. I was a little shocked by that, that too. It seemed early for like, Southern Iowa. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like it was full-blown, like everything's gold no. and red. But there was definite pops of red and gold amongst the green. Um, I wasn't expecting that. It did get a little bit cooler than I expected it to yeah. get in the evenings, which kind of showed how Arizona pussified. Um, we both, are. Both I and my son have become, because my son, I shit you not, on the day we left, and yeah, we woke up early, 5.30 in the morning, all that shit. This kid, you would have thought he was fucking Siberia. <laughs> I mean, shivering as if he had just done a cold plunge at a fucking gym. 
And he puts on not only did, like I had a long sleeve t shirt for him. I said, "Here, wear yeah. a long sleeve t shirt." I packed some long sleeve yeah. shirts for him. Yeah, uh, it'll kind of get you through. Yeah, and, and, and we're then, leaving yeah. right now. And no kid has to put on a fucking hoodie and he's <laughs> sitting there shivering in the hoodie. I'm Listen. like, oh man! I said, "Kiddo, you're there. You are. You are southern. <laughs> you are southern Arizona. Southern Arizona five. If kiddo. there is one thing I have learned from living here for a year and a half and going back to the Midwest twice yeah. to visit family." No matter how much you try to convince them that it gets cold in the winter, they They'll won't never believe you. Yeah. I, at, the, at the wedding I was at, they were like, so what's the winter like? I mean, I'm like, we have to turn on the heat and wear socks to bed. Yes. And they're like, oh, yeah, what's the temperature? I'm like, 59. <laughs> but I'm like, it's dry. It's a dry cold. It's yeah. different. And they're like, get fucked. You're full of it. <laughs> yeah, they kind of said the same thing to us. Like, oh, you guys are really good and cold. I'm like, yeah, I'm telling you. It, it does. does get, it's 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 dry cold. Just like the heat's dry, the cold is dry. It's bone chilling. But everything's fine. You know what? Shit happens. <laughs> Life goes on. It's fine. It does. And, 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 and by the way, don't worry. I sent your regards. Thank you. I sent your apologies. Yeah, I was sad. I'm like FaceTime me with everybody. And then, of course, I told them that we will all come back. Yes. But not until spring. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.